What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. Oh, <laughs> Period. And we back on this thing. We back on this thing. Y'all got us fucked up, ho. What y'all thought? Y'all thought we weren't going to release no episode. <laughs> I should have put this out early just for all the pussies. Let me see. Pussy. Pussy. Oh, God. <laughs> what is going on, man? Um, let me just tell y'all, this past week tried to kill me, man. Man, you, this past month Ooh. tried to kill me. <laughs> I've been so freaking busy and tired. I still ain't really caught up on a lot of rest, but I think tonight I'm going to take a melatonin and just sleep, like, sleep in. Like a gummy or a beer? Like, how you consume melatonin? Um, I just take the regular vitamin. I never did Sometimes I don't I even do that. It. Sometimes I'll just take a piece of edible. Ooh. You, you clearly ain't got jobs to worry about. I always feel like if I consume <laughs> something like melatonin, like I can't reverse whatever about to happen to me. What do you mean? I don't know. I you guess, ever took one before? I don't. I, I took it's a ZZ not as, Quill. It's not as strong. ZZ Quill might be stronger than melatonin. Oh, well, I don't. It's, um, it only relates. Well, for me, I only speak for myself. It just relaxes me. Um, <clears throat> the downside of melatonin for me is that when I do wake up from, from it sometimes, my body hurts because it. I feel like I've like got too much rest, Jesus, or if or I a ghost beat you <clears throat> up in your sleep, right? Or I have this thing where my body just automatically wakes up at seven a.m. every day, or sometimes before. And even when I take melatonin, sometimes it will wake me up, and then my body will be so tired from the melatonin that I just have to make myself go back to sleep immediately to sleep the rest of it off. It sounds very complicated. So, you know, but I need rest. I need rest. Um, When I do wake up, I'm going to just take a B12 and just let's do it. You love B. I wish we could get paid for everything you said B12 this podcast. I know. I love B12. I'll be taking B12 before the club sometimes. Like, if I start yawning, I'll pop a B12. I do not take Red Bull. Do you pop it before or after the perk? <clears throat> you got me effed up. <laughs> I ain't never took a perk, ever. So, uh, what have you been up to? Oh, honey, what did I you feel like, like to know? So much has happened since the yes. last time we recorded. I mean, for like y'all. Yeah, it's been like two weeks. So within that time, I probably, I think I did three music videos, four reality shows, all type of crap. I ain't gonna say crap. This is my job, but I've been just beyond busy. baby. When I say booked and busy. You know what's so funny? The person who came up with the term boot and busy is Zell Swag, who was on Love and Hip Hop. You know he the reason why people say that? He said Masika was boot and busy. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Man. I don't I, really know too much about Zell Swag. I don't know too much about that era of Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, that's when I tried to start back watching it, and I was just like. Ooh, somebody just booked the makeup appointment. Look, boot and busy. Boot and busy, yeah. Let's see. That's Hopefully it ain't a day when I'm going to be, I would say March 7th. Okay, cool. I'm going to be ready. Next week, that's next Sunday. Yeah, it's got money in my PayPal. <sighs> well, what you been up to? You, you know, you had a lot going on too. Now I know. So I bought another home. Congrats! Yay! Inserts, inserts, clapping uh, sounds. I wish I we can do that. I um, I, I don't know. I don't think I broke a record, but I definitely only owned my last <clears> property <throat> for like five months. Um, the issue is I, I was in Tucker, did not like Tucker, thought I would try to make myself like it. I love the place more <laughs> than I love where I was living. So I had to go. Okay. And I bought a place in the area that I actually always wanted to be in. But the issue was this, I couldn't find this place when I needed to. 
So anyway, yeah, so I moved y'all, and I should be done for now. But it's just a lot going on. A lot going on. I ain't even hold you. Oh, my God. Look, I'm yawning. So anyway. She yawning because she tired. We I'm had a, so tired. We had a, well, she, had, she definitely had a long day. But <laughs> um, when we linked up, we had. Went too to, much. We went to the mall. We went makeup shopping per use, you know, what we do. <laughs> then we just came from Korean barbecue, so she ate That a was lot. so much food. It's funny because I don't even feel like it was that much food. I think it was the spring rolls. It I was the fact that it, how many times they brought food to the tables and it just seemed My like eyes it was, was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah. But you know what? It's <sighs> cool. So... Um, some things that happen in the news. Um, things that happen in the news. Let's just start off by saying rest in peace to Pop, Pop Smoke. Smoke. Absolutely. Two Pop years, Smoke. Oh, my God. It's really sad. I don't know all the real facts of what happened with him. No, no, no matter what, he was very young, and he was really about to make a huge impact on the music industry. So, yeah. It's really sad. Um, Y'all, like, dying is permanent. Yeah. Like, I don't know. how. I know some people, you know, they kind of live life on the edge every day. They don't really care. And they might have specific vendettas. But listen, y'all, protect yourself. Move smart. Not saying he wasn't doing any of these things, but just do things you can do. Do what you can do to protect yourself, man, because people are going to always be envious. I mean, even the little things. Somebody might be mad because you got an extra pair of scissors in your car, and they need scissors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What? <laughs> no, seriously, it's really sad, man. You know, to, to it's like... We took a couple of big losses this year, man. I think even the Pop Smoke thing, truth be told, he had just dropped a project. Man, like he was just getting he, out. When when Walk to the here. Party came out, he was 19 years old. Yep. It just was super young, man. He had such a unique sound, and it just sucks that that was cut short. So recipes to him, condolences to his family. Yes, ma'am. Um, Walona from Good Times passed away. Walona from Good Times, she passed. Kobe passed. It's just a lot going on. 2020 has just been going off it's luckily i've have i have personally been having an amazing 2020 so far yeah me but, too thank god you know in the just as a whole just a, a lot going on around us then this coronavirus stuff oh jesus it's just uh. spreading like wildfire let's just pray i just i had i was around somebody the other day they said one of the most ignorant thoughts i think i told you already i don't know tell me the coronavirus it don't affect um black people it's like lice like black really? people won't get coronavirus. But I feel like it was satire. It was fake. <clears throat> Child, I don't believe it. Y'all me was, either. I'm not trying to find out. Last <laughs> on me. Yeah, exactly. Listen, y'all. <laughs> as if this wasn't already common sense. Wash your hands. Sneeze yeah. under your sleeve. Do something, but don't do it onto other people. Because let me tell you something. I can't even count how many times I've been at the bathroom at work. Yeah, and people same. leave without washing their hands. I bought, and I, 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 prom- I think. I've gotten in the habit of doing it more, but I definitely wash my hands all the time. But I've gotten in the habit of doing it more, especially since I do makeup. Mm-hmm. And I make sure that I wash my hands in front of my clients all the time. Yeah, like so they can I make see sure, it. That's yeah. how it should be. I, and I put hand sanitizer on top because the hand sanitizer I got smells really good. Hey, so. that, I like that. I went to the nail salon yesterday and I, they had the disinfected um, cabinet right out on the floor and you would see them going in and out taking new tools out. I'm like, thank you. I need to see these things. Yeah. I make sure I, I make sure I have um alcohol labeled sitting out in front of my clients. I make sure I have brush cleaner sitting out in my in front of my clients. I carry um the wet ones wipes. I carry a pack of those. Like I just make sure that I do that. Cause sometimes I, the way um 
my work area set up, I don't always have access to a sink. So I need to be able to have somewhere where I can just clean my hands. The fact good. that you think about that and the fact that there are some people who don't. like. Let me tell you something. I've I've heard of so many stories about people getting makeup and hair done and uh, the person who's providing the service, their hands stink. Oh their hands God. smell like they just used the bathroom. Their hands, um, their brushes causing them to get pink eye. They got break broke out from it. Cold sores. I think about stuff like oh that. I use God. a lot of disposable lip stuff. I use a lot of... That's how it um, should be. That's, that's, honestly, that sets the bar for real. Yeah, I always tell people that anybody that comes from a Mac background. Um, I'm not trying to shade people that didn't that never worked at Mac, but Mac is very, very, very anal on cleaning your tools, using disposable tools, like even down to um, face powders. I don't even think that people realize that you're supposed to take like whenever you're using a powder on an, on different people, you're supposed to take it and wipe it with a um, Kleenex before you put it on your brush. Kleenex. What's that? Take a Kleenex. Just a regular Oh, Kleenex. like tissue. Yep. And then you just wipe it off. And then just to wipe the layer of powder off. So that way it won't transfer anything from somebody else's skin. And I remember y'all used to dip the um, lipstick in alcohol before. Yeah, we spray it with um, alcohol and wipe it off. But I still don't trust that. I um I definitely depot all my lipsticks and I scoop it out of a tube onto a petri dish or a, um, a thing. What you got today? Like- the little, oh, a little, yeah, a little, yeah. Um, yeah. But I use a lot of liquid lipsticks for that reason. Oh, yeah, because you can just put a brush on there and just, yeah, it. I can do a little disposable. That's how it on. should be, but there are people who are not doing it, and that's disgusting, y'all. Seriously, yeah, it's, it's crazy, okay. All right, um, so let's get to the point, I guess. No, what's up? It was a lot more than I missed. Go ahead. Well, I just got one more. Um, this, this is kind of positive, actually. Um, R. Lennox, she um, responded back to a lot of people that have um, been saying stuff about, you know, the current state of R&B, how it's not the same. Nobody has soul. Everybody sounds similar, blah, blah, blah. But Which is not true. I don't it's understand not how true. people saying it. And then if you even think back to 90s R&B, the way that they used to pronounce their words, like how if you listen to Monica or Jodeci or all these other people, they'd be like, you... Like, they all used to kind of sound alike to me. Yeah, that was a style. That was the style. That's the same. So, what's the difference now? You know what? I think she's and talking about Young and May. Because Young, Young and May, I, you know, this is a thing. And K. Michelle. K. Michelle said something twice. Who are twice. y'all talking about when y'all say that? Because just because you haven't heard of somebody making this kind of music doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Mm. So, they listened to an entire acoustic album from PJ Morton. And I wish somebody would say he ain't R&B. I don't even know who that is. Let me say exactly. So, not, not that's, that's not no shade to you, but I'm just saying there are people who are making excellent R&B music. It's just, it's just. I feel, ugh, and I don't. <laughs> I hate to sound like a parent, but I hate when people say stuff like that. Yeah, ain't nobody doing that, or why y'all ain't? I'm like, they are actually. They sound like just people's grandparents. Like when we were young, our parents were saying the same thing. It's like, just a reoccurring cycle. Yeah, exactly. You're a rapper, so of course you're not hearing stuff like that. I yeah. love Young and Man. Don't get it twisted, but I just don't think it's fair to say it's just like saying all these new rappers sound alike. Now a lot of them do sound alike. Yeah, but it's back just in a the certain day, style is popular right exactly. now. Exactly, and that was, and that's just how it always is. When we think about rap, like when when Will Smith used to rap. How they used to rap. I wish they would come out today sound like that. But that's how they all sound in that era. I just think that sounds develop. People are inspired. And they create their own thing. Like, 
But she ended up writing a um a message I to everybody her. that is in the R and B industry right now, saying to all my fellow R and B friends, killing shit. I love you, and we got this. Back in the day, people used to judge and hang on the evolution of soul music as well. It's a vicious cycle that every generation of artists goes through. Don't be discouraged because real music deserves to be heard. We have angels that love and support and go hard for us, which is the coolest blessing. What are we doing now? What we are doing now may not be fully appreciated or seen due to as a shit agenda, period. Pooh. <laughs> but will last forever. Music will last forever. Real music will last forever. Literally. And guess what? In five, ten Love years, there'll be another sound and somebody's going to say the yeah, same Yeah, same thing. It's a reoccurring cycle. Like, rap isn't going to sound the same as it did ten years ago. I mean, get over it. Like, I honestly don't even think I would want to hear anybody rapping like Biggie and Tupac right now. It's not even that deep. Yeah, all, oh, I about to rap Coolio. I'm sure. <laughs> even that. So. <laughs> yeah, just be quiet. The thing is, people. people just if you don't like stuff. it, if you don't like something, don't listen to it. Don't even be like. I don't understand why everybody has to have an opinion on every single thing. But you know, whatever. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't just a more or less impact when you just put it out there in the universe, the digital verse. Anywho, we are. Um, about to get into our topic for today. Alicia has a topic that she wants to touch on. I didn't watch the show yet. What's it called? Love is Blind. Love is Blind. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to have to watch it after this, obviously. So, Love is Blind is a Netflix original. It's a reality show, I guess you could say. And basically, the concept of the show is to find love without judging someone by their physical features. So, they basically okay. get to know people through a wall. So, it's like the girls on one side, the guys on one side. They all date each other quote unquote like I spent a few hours with you spent a few hours with him and whoever I click with I'm gonna request more dates with them okay and so um basically there was a black couple I guess you could say a duo um one guy's named Carlton um and then one the girl name is Diamond so basically they clicked to you know just to be totally honest with you I always I kinda I'm not gonna say that so I was, we're, a lot of people were familiar with Carlton already because he was yeah. on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. He had like snapped on Kenya Moore on like her first season on the show, and he, um, to my knowledge, he was on there multiple times. I can't tell you how many episodes, but I do remember that, and I remember how feminine he was. And when I saw him on the show, I'm like, he is. That ain't how he acts. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, he's just putting out this really masculine. He wasn't even being really masculine, but he was not like you can kind of tell. Yeah. So anyway. That's irrelevant. It's just kind of painting a picture of the perception I had. So anyway, so now Carlton has picked Diamond that he wants to date. And then they, um, on the show, once you find a person that you like or feel like it's going to be the one, you propose to them. Mm-hmm. And some of this could be in five days, nine days, whatever. But the thing is, it's kind of, the show makes it seem a lot worse. And not, and it's not, <laughs> I can't even talk. So on the show, basically, they spend hours with each other every day. So I think that that intensifies like their feelings for each other because now they want to like I gotta meet you type thing. So they propose, they spend a week together in like a pre honeymoon type of thing. Okay. Then they get married and no, then they spend a week together in their own element, like their family and their actual homes, and then they get married. And at the wedding is where they decide if they want to continue. Like when they say I do and I don't, that's when people will be like, uh, no, this is not gonna work. Yes, blah blah blah. So that's just kind of how the scene goes. Okay. Um. So anyway, the whole time Carlton is on the show, he's just like, I got this big secret, and I hope that, you know, it don't be a problem, and blah, 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 blah. And this, he had already disclosed it to us, the, the viewers, on what it was. So anyways, um, yeah, so basically him and Diamond, they meet in person, and they are on their little pre-moon. 
And he tells her that he is bisexual. Or he didn't even say that. He just says, I've dated men and women. Okay, cool. So Diamond was shocked, but she wasn't really mad. She just told him that she needed some time to think about it. And I think that's fair. So anyway, she goes and um, she, I guess they spent like a night away from each other. I guess she slept in another room. And so she was like basically ready to tell him like, it's okay. Yeah. But he didn't give her that chance. And so they sit by the pool and she's basically like, you know, I really, my issue is that you waited now until now to tell me. And, you know, I just don't like that. You know, I kind of feel like I've been very transparent with you this whole time, been very real with you. And this to me is kind of a big deal. Like, why are you telling me that? And he just like spazzes on her. He throws his hat throws the ring, calls her out her name, call her the B word, tell her whole wig slipping. I mean, oh my God, it goes so freaking love. And he is just like, to me, he got, he basically went up for his 15 minutes. That's, that was my perception yeah. of it. Because the way he even acted, it was just so freaking unnecessary. The, 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 the feminine side of him definitely came out at that pool. Like he started, when he started calling her her name and telling her, yo, wig been slipping this whole time. And, da, 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 da. and she was like, hold up. <laughs> then he gonna have a nerve to say, I'm sorry for the run on y'all, but he was like, well, every girl I dated in the past didn't have no problem with it. And then she was like, well, why didn't you tell? <laughs> she was like, so why didn't you just tell me up front if every other girl didn't have a problem with it? You be honest. If I would have told you already, then you wouldn't have wanted to be with me. But that's not what you just said. You just said right. that nobody, you basically kicked it, kicking it to me like you've done everybody the same way and you've done me differently. And even if she wouldn't have wanted to be with you, that's her choice. I feel like yeah. you can't take that choice away from her. So anyway, what I'm getting at is just basically... Whether sexuality or any kind of secret, do you feel like there is a right time or a wrong time to disclose or something that's a big deal like that? Um, so I do. Um, I do feel like sometimes in the beginning, it's not really a good um way to start off. Like just come out of the gate saying like, "Hey." I have this going on, or I'm this type of person, blah, blah, blah. And and by that, I mean, like, in the first conversation. Yeah, and the reason yeah. why I say that is because I definitely have been very judgmental in my life, like, before, um, especially when I've been, before I've been educated on a lot of things, but somebody would tell me something, and I don't mean to, I mean, whatever, I'm human. But, like, say, for instance, somebody will tell me the first conversation we have today, they're HIV positive, mm-hmm. and I'll just be like... It's easy um, to be like, all right, I'm going to talk to you. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, do I feel like dealing with that or what? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, I think that when it comes to stuff like that, I don't think that they're wrong for not wanting to do that up front. And the reason why I say that is because um, sometimes like when you first meet somebody and you do that, you don't you don't know what anybody is capable of. Like you don't know if somebody has killed somebody that they're, they're able to hurt you, whatever the case may be. So that'll be kind of interesting. I mean, like like weird feeling to just come out and say that up front, opposed to you getting to know somebody just even a little bit, because you will feel like they have some sort of compassion for you at first. So you'll be like more in, you know comfortable into telling people like, hey, this is what I have going on, or this is the type of person I am. Um, when it comes to sexuality, for me, I do feel like it is a little bit deeper. And I feel like we are in a time where um, things are more accepted than others. But there's still a lot of learning for um, different communities and different type of people to do. Like, they don't really know it. And it's nobody's fault that they don't know that. Yeah. Because we weren't raised to... Accept it as a normal. Accept it as normal. And we don't know. We don't really know. And... um. I just remember one time um, I was watching an interview with Amaya 
And she was just saying how, um, you know, whenever a guy approaches her and, you know, she never tells him immediately like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm trans. So um, what she does is the first she said the first thing she asks is, do you know who I am? And they'll say no. Or they'll say, yeah, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if they say no, she'll proceed to still talk to them, but she'll text them. She'll get their number. And she'll text them and be like, hey, um, so um, I asked you that because I'm transgender. I just want to make sure you're okay with that. Or if you even knew that before you, we continue this. Yeah. I feel like that's safe because that's protecting your. Yeah, but she also kind of has that privilege of doing that because she is a. Like saying, "Do you know who I am?" is kind of like yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, I get it yeah. though. It's still that still is the right approach to me. It's kind of like not tricking. Like, hey, now yeah, it's not yeah, awkward. Yeah. I'm not sitting here in your face and putting you on the spot because now if you are against it, now you kind of feel like you got to defend yourself. Some people got a lot of pride, yeah. toxic masculinity per se, and now they got to cause a scene because you tried me, bro. Type yeah. thing. You know what sucks on the show? Carlton really went on on social media. He went on this whole thing like calling girl biphobic and made this whole movie. That's where that biphobia hashtag came from on Twitter because of the show. That's not true though. Like that's wrong for you to even put that on there. And I need people to understand that. Let me tell you, he be going in on her, and it's just not cool because yes, her wig was slipping, but the girl. Number one, I'm glad she stood up for herself. But it's just is not. So this is how I feel. I feel like anything. And I, don't, I guess you could say there's a spectrum of information that could be shared. But I think that when it comes, like, essentially, y'all about to get married. Yeah. So I think that whether you felt like she was going to not be interested in you or not, this is something you should have disclosed before you got engaged. Because now you kind of take, take away her right to choose. And I had to use that verbiage. But it really is the case. Because it's like, to me, it's kind of like saying you went to prison for doing some kind of crime. You could Okay, you paid your debt to society. And you free, you don't live that kind of life anymore. But yeah. I, I want, I just want to know that if we're together, that's to me, like omission is a lie. Yeah, leaving something out is a lie. And yeah. I, and I, like me, I don't know how I would feel if a guy told me he was bisexual. I don't really know if it's a big deal. I don't know because I've never been faced with the situation. I think I've come a little bit more open to the idea now. But I mean, it don't matter because I'm, I'm not in yeah, a relationship. Yeah, no, I get but it. But I just feel like anything. It's just not cool. It's just not cool. I think that if this was in a regular world where he and her were dating and this was not a TV thing, this is something that he, if he got to know her and felt like he could trust her, then maybe he should spur. But not like months down the line. Like, yeah, I just feel just like kinda I feel like there's a such thing as breaking the ice, and there's a such thing as like meeting somebody. And I think like maybe date three or so. It just really depends on how deep y'all get. But I don't think it's fair. It's not cool, and I just hate how he handled the whole situation. It's just not. It's just not cool. I feel bad for them. I really do. But you know, when you go on TV, you gotta deal with characters. Oh yeah, trust me. Have anybody ever uh, put a a surprise on you like that? Um, let's see. I've had situations where people have told me that they have boyfriends. Like <laughs> that's a line. secret, honey. Now, that's a huge secret, and, that, and that's something you do tell people in the beginning. Um, more yeah, recently, they, they shouldn't entertain you. They like, hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I told this story already, but um, recently, maybe like a month or and a half ago, maybe two months, could have been longer. I don't even know if it was this year to be honest. Um, I was hanging out with somebody who I used to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, we never dated, but we, you know talked here and there and uh we just was hanging out you know i haven't talked to him in a minute so we ended up hanging out and we we went to the mall we went to get food we just kind of spent the day together and then um you know the whole time 
he was just talking about his ex and well not the whole time but he did bring him up a few times just saying how like bad of a person he was and how um you know they did have a slight abusive relationship on both parts and all this other stuff and i'm just yeah, that was a red flag for me because i'm like let me tell you something you beat on me you're gonna go to hell period right I'll take then you and there the i'm sending you right to your maker <laughs> but um so when we got back to his house because i we ended up riding in the same car so i ended up we ended up riding in my car so i got back to we got back to his house and he was getting stuff out of his car and his mom pulled up or whatever so when his mom pulled up um, he got back in my car and he was just like, roll your window up. And I'm like, wait, your mom doesn't know you're gay? And she was like, no, she do know I'm gay. I was like, oh, okay. So th- that's just the first thing that popped in my head. Yeah. So she saw him get in my car and then she ended up walking over to the car and she she uh, um asked me to roll the window down. And I rolled the window down and she was like, hey, how are you? And I'm, I'm like, I'm good. How are you? You know, whatever. So he's sitting there looking crazy. And she was like, oh, so this is a new guy. So you and so-and-so broke up. Oh, my God. And I looked at him, and he was like, no, we didn't. (gasps) Dead. I'm dead. He should have, I mean, not to condone lying. I said, how you get snitched on by your mama? Right. She knew what she was doing. Dang. How long had y'all been talking at that point? Well, we knew each other for a minute, but after that, it was just a dub. See, and that's what you know what I'm saying. But you know what? And this is not to even be that kind of person, but there are some people who are okay with that. So why do you just be honest? I feel like you cannot control the situation by holding back information for your own game. Let me tell you. It's a lot. I feel I like I was shocked it, when I found out my boyfriend was engaged before. Not th- and he didn't tell me like late in the game. Yeah. But if I just found out today, I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I win your first fiance. Oh like, right? Yeah, you do have to ask because you need to know. I mean, because you, for one, you need to know. I feel like certain things you have to tell your partner or somebody yes. that you're dating, it pay, especially it builds down the, the line. They, they, who of who you are is your life. Yeah, I think that you need to tell. Any type of medical history, it ain't even got nothing to do with HIV and all the other Genetics. stuff. But if you have heart conditions, or if you have a stomach condition, or because I remember one time I was talking to a boy, he had some type of stomach issue, and like he had to go to the hospital. We went on a date one time. He had to go to the hospital. I didn't know nothing about what he had going on. He just was in so much pain. And now you in shock, confused, yeah. and he been dealing with it the whole time. Yeah. So it's just like different stuff like that, like medical conditions. Um, behavior issues. So if you are bipolar or if you have anxiety, like really bad anxiety or whatever you need to, you know, I feel like that's a conversation Absolutely. that should be had. It takes a certain kind of person to deal with that. It and does. I need to make sure I'm the one. And also I think people do have to, have to stop being offended when somebody doesn't want to deal with them because of that. It's because at the end of the day, you don't know what that person have been, you know, have been through. I run into a situation on Twitter and just in general, when people get mad at me for saying, for sure, shaming people or just saying that I won't date people that do drugs like even weed for me is kind of iffy you know whatever you smoke weed that's cool um my only beef with it is because I don't smoke and I don't want to smell like it yeah yeah and so I had that that had that problem before um with my clients and I asked them not to smoke around me because I'll pull up somewhere and I'll smell like a whole backwood. Yeah, that's not cool. You know what I'm saying? Like who knows who you about to see next? It's kind of exactly. I don't have the same, you know, type of clients. But um, 
My mama died of uh, taking a Percocet that was prescribed to her one pill. Oh, so if know. I'm sitting here trying to date somebody and they t- they popping pills and those other stuff, you don't That's feel like triggering. that would be triggering yeah, for me. Absolutely. Like I don't want to. I don't want to see that. And then on top of that, I have family members that are like drug addicts, and I, I I've been around it. You know, not even by force. You know, I just been around and I saw them do it, and it's just it's kind of scarring to me. So of course I don't want to see that. So I can't do that, and I feel like people need to realize or be sensitive to stuff like that. That's not fair to that person. So if I don't want to talk to you because you have a drug problem or that you're trans, it's not even the fact. It's not even that the trans thing too is a very because the thing about it is. I'm not educated on that because yeah. somebody that actually happened to me before too. We talked about it on here how um, somebody came out to me as trans after we've been dating for months, and it wasn't that I judged them for, it, but at the time, I never even when I think of trans, I only think one sided, especially back like then. I was like twenty, woman. yeah, a man yeah. transitioning to a woman. I never even considered it being the other way around when a girl transitioned into a guy on top of that i'm a i'm a man and i date boys i date men so it's like i never would have thought that a person that transitioned into a man would want to even date me so imagine how mild yeah, fucked whole, i was yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's just like all it's like over a the place scratch. like what i'm supposed to do yeah, yeah. but I, en- I ended up making friends recently with this tattoo artist on instagram that's trans and she well he um, uh, transition into a man, mm-hmm. and I always ask him like different questions on um, how do I go about asking? You know, what do I your preferred pronouns? Mm-hmm. And then also, he kind of opened my eyes up to like what the word non-binary really means, and how most trans people identify as non-binary because a lot of them still date like say for instance if it's a girl that transitioned into a guy they'll probably still date a guy mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like it's not even nothing about sexuality, sexuality mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be it's about just who they love and i think that people just have to be respectful and even me i just was uneducated about it so anytime i have questions i'll ask him and just make sure you know i'm doing the right thing and doing my part because i do i never want to be disrespectful to people like that you know i only want to look down on it because so I, I i like drug it and i feel like i made the the trans guy that i was talking to i feel like i made them uncomfortable really? just because i was asking so many questions i didn't even believe it i was asking yeah, yeah, yeah. i was asking to it prove t- it, it i wanted to see the it. genitals i wanted to see everything like i want to see i want to make I mean, sure other people yeah i can understand you know and that's yeah. rude yeah like I, that I'm, your curiosity i mean you yeah. this is somebody you talking to is kind of like well why can't i ask you yeah because i think that even when i'm talking to people about trans women the first thing they ask is do she still got a dick like, why does your mind go there? Right. That's why I was kind of... Don't I cut was, a dick off, man. Oh, come That's what off. I'm saying. Like, why does your mind automatically go there? Like, you taking it... You That's... Whatever. Unnecessary. That's a whole nother conversation. What do you think about family secrets? Like, do you think that there's... Like, I actually had this conversation with somebody recently, and I feel like... I don't... I personally am not a fan of family secrets. Obviously, I know there's a time and a place to share What do you mean by family so just, secrets? So, I know a situation where a person... Mother is actually their grandmother. They were adopted, but they don't know that. Oh. 
so they think that their mother birthed them. I know some people who um, were adopted in general, like into a whole new family, mm-hmm. and they didn't find out until they were an adult that they were adopted, that their biological parents were somebody completely different. Um, ancestral stuff. You know, some stuff is kind of like don't yeah. even bother with it. But how do you feel about like? Do you think that? Do you think that stuff like that should be shared amongst family? Like, is that considered gossip, or do you think it's just kind of necessary? To- um, I don't know. I'm conflicted about it because even situations where like the mom, if say for instance, they think that their grandmother is their mother. I That's feel like that'll crazy. fuck somebody up though, because what if you have, what if your mom is just like not mentally stable to even deal with you? I mean, you know, it's her, it's all on her because she continued to have a baby. Yeah. And this is also another reason why people need to be pro abortion because they bringing kids in the world, the world that oh, they cannot God. take care of. And mistakes happen. People need to stop acting like they're not human. Everybody don't always put on a condom to have sex and do it's some mistakes happen. Everybody can't afford a baby. Everybody can't afford a plan B. No, you're right. You know what I'm saying? It's just different stuff like that. So I feel like. Um, when it's situations where like people grow up thinking that their grandma is their mom, I don't. Grandma is the baby. Yeah, I don't want to. I personally wouldn't even want them to find out until they're like seventeen, eighteen, just because they're old enough to figure out what they want to do. Yeah, about it, but I just feel like the think about it's too big of a secret. Yeah, and at that age, it's just kind of like so. All these years, y'all been lying to me because to me, that's still a lie. Like I feel like, for example, if I if I had a family of kids and I had a child that was adopted, personal preference, I would want them to grow up knowing they're adopted. Now I'm not gonna feel make them feel. I'm gonna do everything in my power to not make them feel like they were yeah. not my biological child. But I just feel like stuff like that is a big deal because you know there are things from that person's biological family that might make them who they are that I cannot answer for them. Yeah, like, that you know, is true. Things like traits and what if they find that? Family? You know, I've been in a situation because I was born outside of um, a marriage. I was, and there were things about myself that I never understood until the last couple of years because mm. I was not around them growing up and I was not raised in the same household. So I just feel like things like that are important. Now, grant, I know there are laws that restrict people who are um, adopted from being in contact with their biological family, but that is a piece of them that'll never be interpreted. You know what I mean? I just feel like. Like there is a like there like I have a coworker who's adopted. I think she was adopted by a family of a completely different race. And there's mm. nothing that y'all can do to make her feel like this is where she you know what I'm saying? She's gonna always feel like rejected a little bit. Yeah. So I think it's fair to let her know her roots and to understand like where her the country her family is from, just things of that nature. I just think that omission is lying. It might be hurtful, but I'd rather like Yeah, I think have that people should do, you're right. I do think that people should know the truth up front though. Um and like, and that maybe not like you ain't got to be three years old talking about baby you're adopted. It's like yeah. when that child is old enough to interpret and have a conversation. I think an eight year old is smart enough to interpret things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they're at an impressionable age where they're not like having a midlife crisis. Like if I'm 18, I just graduated from high school. I'm supposed to be going away to college. My friends is my friends, and now you telling me that I'm from Hawaii? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm saying it's like, well, that explains everything. Why I like pop? Okay, let me stop. But it's just like I just feel like things like that are so freaking important. It's kind of like, and I I know it's not easy. Like if somebody has an STD, you're not just about to like we talked about earlier. Yeah. you're not gonna just disclose that. That'll make things awkward, and you'll be probably single forever because every person's gonna be ran off. Yeah, but you also cannot. It's not about you. It's about everybody that's involved. So you can't just like you just got to be i don't know yeah. honestly and i maybe i'm not the right person to even give advice on something like this but i just feel like 
what would you want? How would you want it to be if you were in yeah. that situation? I think, like, I mean, I do agree with that, Not but you, also, but like I think that right. when in general, um, I also look at it as like, what if it don't work out? And I just spilled all my tea. <laughs> I know. Up front, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then who's say, like, I don't run into somebody else. And then they're like, oh, you know, so-and-so got this. And I know. And that's the, you know what I'm honestly, saying? That's, that's really terrible. sucks. That's something that people do have to deal with. Because it's like, you, well, I could have avoided that just by not, not telling, telling you at you. all until I was comfortable with telling it's you. It's like, it's easy to be like, take your time, get to know people. But people get put on a the facade. They do. Oh, yeah, for you sure. You know, that's, you're right, though. You're right about that. And there's some stuff that I've dealt with that I've only disclosed to two people. Like, well, like in relationships, two different relationships. And I mean, it's not something they can go off and tell, but I do kind of wish, like, I don't waste all my time breaking this down. <laughs> yeah. But it was, I mean, it just was necessary in that moment, man. It just sucks. If y'all listen, if y'all have had a situation like this, like, what, how did you deal with it? I really want to know, like, how did you deal with it or how did you give the news if that, if that, if you were on the, um, on the distributing end? <laughs> yeah. If you will. But I just, I think that things like that are so touchy, but it's just necessary, man. But the last thing I, like, Am I biphobic from wanting to know if my man, like, for not wanting to date a man that's bisexual? I don't, no. I don't think so. But that's what people are trying to say about this situation. It's I don't like, think. A pho- I think people need to real to look up the definition of biphobic. a phobia. Yeah, right, right. Like a phobia means a fear. It's not that. A f- it's not necessarily a fear it's a of. Preference to it's one. a preference. Yeah, and I so, agree. you know, everybody's not going to be okay with it, and that's fine. Just find somebody. I don't that want is. a man whose teeth look like his like windows. You get what? That's triggering. <laughs> yes, sugar. I'm sad. I don't. I don't. I don't want to. Make- yeah, like realistically, and I get it. Like me personally, I don't want to date. I don't want to. I feel like at my big age of thirty, almost thirty one, I don't want to date anybody that doesn't have good good hygiene. And by hygiene, I mean like brushing your teeth the correct way. Um, getting you know dental visits and using the right soap because. <sighs> Listen, I understand. The girls be trying to use this natural thing as like an excuse, but I know people that are natural that don't smell. And if you do, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get it, but I just, I don't know. I'm real sensitive to smell. So if you stink or anything like that, I can't even be, I can't do it. Listen, I don't even want, am I kid phobic for not wanting a man with kids? You are. Like, what if he would have told her? I'm musty phobic. <laughs> must phobic. Let me tell you, I'm, 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 I'm offspring phobic. No, nah, I'm dead ass must phobic because I am kind of scared of that. I don't want to understand. Imagine if this man would have told her he had three kids, six kids, ten kids. Is she wrong for not telling? For, yeah. for not, you know what I'm saying? So let's change it. Like I know that the sexuality and identity is a very huge subject in today's environment. Really but a secret is a secret is a secret. Yeah. What you mean? You lost your foot in the Vietnam War? Are you okay? <laughs> Yeah, Thank you for your bit, service, but I, think, I, just, I don't know that sexuality <laughs> thing. Though I do think that it's both sided. I think that people on um, our side on certain subjects they need to stop because I feel like they use it as like a crutch, a crutch, and they also use it as a, a like I don't know, like because I feel like black people do it too. A weapon, weaponized. They they definitely use it as a weapon against other people sometimes and I don't like that well, you, because what it you makes mean by black people you mean the sexuality or just No, black people in general like say for instance um like a lot of the things that people get offended by other races doing I don't really some, some most of that I ain't gonna say most but a lot of that stuff I don't really get offended yeah, by. Yeah, a lot of it's not a big and deal. I don't think that people should make it a big deal. What you think about Chet Hanks and the um Patois accent? Um, 
I don't know who that is. Tom Hanks' son basically was using a Jamaican accent a couple times. I think it was everybody liked it at first, but he kept doing it. And now they're just like, turns out apparently I didn't fact check this. I think he's married to a Jamaican woman, but they basically say he's been a cultural appropriator. And I'm like, um, I do feel like patois is something that is only spoken in the Caribbean countries or Jamaica. I'm not sure. If, I'm not really mm-hmm. whatever, but. Also, I speak patois sometimes as a joke. Not That's as a joke, saying. but sometimes I'll just make it. But it's a thing. Like, good, y'all. Yeah. Really? I mean. Am I cultural appropriating too? I do think there is a such thing as just going, doing it too much. Yeah. Like, you, you got to, like, because this is an internet, this one video is being circulated. And so, mm-hmm. oh, two weeks later, you're doing another video. So, now it's like, okay. You need to know your limit. But I don't think... I thought it was funny at first. I really did. Yeah. And then people came at him, and he stood his ground. He was just kind of like... <laughs> He used a terrible example, but he was like, well, if black people go skiing, are they cultural appropriated? Oh, God. <laughs> I know, right? But basically just saying, like, come on. Like, I do think they're like, the braids, don't play with me. I'm not with the braids. Yeah. I'm not with it. If if if, my, if a job tells me that that's not a neat hairstyle, but you can come through and do that, and it's all cool and, and radical. And see, you know what's so crazy? I never even... Not to say that that I I didn't realize that that happened to people, but I never knew anybody personally until, uh, you know, you kind of explained it to me. You see what? Hold up, y'all. A few episodes ago, I said I took my braids out because it was stopping me from getting a job. What I'm doing tomorrow? Starting a new job. Yeah. Took my braids out and got a new job. Yeah, and I didn't realize how how deep it was because of me working in a field where I can literally look and people do whatever can look I how they want. Do. Let me tell you. So something. I just be thinking in my head, like, girl, you can do whatever you want. It like it, it really pisses me off when people can't do that. Listen, so now that I know that part of it, hygiene problems for wearing natural hair. Yeah, it's like crazy. I really, I really be, I really feel bad about some things that I've said before, just because I didn't realize it from that perspective, like how people gets turned down. Even, like, recently, that boy, he couldn't even graduate because he had locks. You know what I'm saying? But it's okay for y'all to put that in. But it's like, y'all people, and I know you didn't do it personally, but it is kind of disrespectful for you to just do something like that and frolic around with it, and then people make it on headlines. Like, oh, this new trend of braids. Yeah, I'm like, well, it's it's not new. It's not new at all. Kiki Palmer just did a segment the other day about natural hair. She went in. I had to favor that video. I might post it on the podcast. I love it. I was watching that video when she had that afro on. She kept Oh, yeah, it was that same day, yeah. I love it. She was like, what did she say? My favorite part. I got in my phone. I forgot. The fact that California just passed a law saying that it is illegal to discriminate against hairstyles, like and what now? That's twenty twenty. It's a such thing as having untamed hair. That is a fact. Yeah. But the hairstyles that they're talking about is literally how our hair grows naturally. Out of my head. So you telling me? Hold on. Let me play this one part. It's just a little clip. Mm -hmm. Hold on. I, I love I'm, Kiki Palmer. I've been saying that <laughs> all week. Okay, I'm here with it. You understand? <laughs> I had to follow her after that that um segment she did that day about oh, black yeah. Kiki, hair. Let me. Can we just acknowledge? And I tell people this all the time. I think that people have really acknowledged. I mean, like Slept. looked over uh, Kiki Palmer's revamp. Because I ain't gonna lie, one at one point in time, I thought that she was on her way off a cliff. That girl was like looking crazy to me, and really? I don't mean that in no disrespect, but she was looking crazy. She she had like six piercings in her face. She had like two eyebrow rings and a nose ring. She was getting all you these know those crazy Disney tattoos. Kids. 
try to find yeah and way. i was just like oh my god kiki palmer fell off and then she just revamped like she she looks amazing she's doing some amazing things she is and she's authentically and i'm just so happy her, her. i remember i had run into her not ran into like i know her. i saw yeah. her one with willis one night no, no reason for me to share that. Just wanted to say that. But no, you I remember like, back in the day we seen Kiki Palmer at Six Flags? Oh yeah, she, I do remember <laughs> that. I want to. I remember she the second time she came. She, she was young. She probably like fourteen or something yeah. like that back then. But yeah, uh, shout out to Kiki Palmer. That's a true queen. I love her. But listen, y'all, don't don't hold no secrets and Period. let me wear my hair how I want to. The whole reason why I'm about to be up late tonight because I got to straighten my hair so I can make a good impression on my new guy there and job. Straighten your wig. That's what I might do for real. Yeah, just straighten it. Straighten. I mean, I feel like that would be easier. Yeah, cause I'm about, I'm about to make this four braids though instead of two, cause these braids gonna make my head like a little alien. <laughs> All right, y'all. That wraps our episode this week. Sorry, it's so short. We're doing two tonight and we tied. Oh, All right, y'all. Bye. So, anywho, oh. bye. <laughs>